Hello everyone, this is Cindy, welcome back to Trinity Talk Talks, yeah, so I'm here to talk about an issue that I've been facing lately, um, it is January the 11th, 2020, can't believe we are in a new decade, man, it's just crazy, but anyway, back to the subject matter, so, um, I read this plan the other day on version by Tony Evans and it said and it was about um, why God allows a crisis and in that um, I realized that you know we have a lot of trust issues when it comes to um, trusting the Lord and following through through his plans for us and um, trusting him in a crisis or trusting him in any aspect of our lives and you know, I just want to read some things. So, um, so for 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 with me lately, it has been um, I'm just having some financial issues, personal issues, things like that. And for me, it I feel like it's a crisis because I just <laughs> can't seem to to get out of where I'm at. You know, it's like I'm in a slow sinking quicksand, and you know you can't. The more you struggle, you know, they say the more you, you, the more you sink. And so I'm just like, am I struggling because I'm not focusing or where are my focuses? I don't even know if that's a word, but we're going to use it. Like, and then I realize, you know, that I'm not trusting in the Lord 100%. So we're going to read some scriptures. And my first scripture we're going to go to is, of course, Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. You know, I will trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean on my own understanding. And all my ways I will acknowledge him. I will acknowledge him and he will direct my paths. Um, I think a lot of us go to that scripture because we're just so used to going there. And um, we, we find comfort in it, but are we really really understanding what the writer is writing in that proverb. Like, I would trust in the Lord with all my heart, with my very being and everything that I am. I will put my trust in the Lord, and I will not allow my faith to slip no matter what happens. I will not allow myself to fall. Or even if I fall, I will get back up, and I will just keep running with the Lord, you know, that um. I won't let my faith be shaking, shaken because of what I am going through at this very moment in my life. And that's literally what it means to trust in the Lord with all our heart and to lean out on our own understanding. You know, we get so caught up in doing our own things, trying to make things right on our own, trying to come up with our own plan, trying to establish our own way of doing but God has told us, trust in me, and I will be there for you. Trust in me, and I will make a way where there is no way. Trust in me, and I will bring waters in the desert. You know, just trust in me, and I will make it happen. And, and we just seem to get so lost and unfocused and caught up in our part of the doing, you know. You know, faith without works is dead. Now, don't get me wrong. 
You still have to do your part, but how much of it that are we truly doing and how much are we actually allowing God to, to have control over our lives? I guess that's that's the question. <laughs> um, there's a, um, a verse I was reading this morning in Hebrews chapter 12, and I'm just using my Bible app, so give me a sec here. And we're going to start in verse 3. And it says, Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. In your struggles against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons and daughters? In Hebrews, sorry, had a little interruption. I had to pause and come back. It says, um, and have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons and daughters. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline, in which all have participated, then you are Ill illegitimate children and not sons. So basically they're calling you a bastard if you we ain't gonna go there. That's a whole other sir. That's a whole other subject. <laughs> but besides this, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us, and we respect them. Shall we not much more be subject to the father of spirits and live? For they discipline us for a short time, as it seemed best to them. But he disciplines us for our good, that we may share his holiness. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. But later, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness for those who have been trained by it. So, we face things in life. We go through trials and tribulations. You know, there's... <laughs> Because I was reading that um, Tony Evans, um, the, it was just like a three-day Bible study on the version app. But as I was reading, you know how it says, you know, everyone loves to say that God won't put more than you can bear. Um, the Lord never said that. There is nowhere in the Bible where you can find that. The Lord says, I will not put more on you. Um, Tony Evans actually goes on to, there's a scripture in Hebrews. Oh, it's in the same one. So I could just scroll down and read it. It's in Hebrews chapter 12, it's 27 and 29. It says, this is in the same verse now. This phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of things that are shaken. That is, things that have... Oh no, that's, that's, that's not the right one. Oh, I read that in the wrong, wrong context. No, it was another one. But it says um, that... um. You know, that basically you have, he had been um, persecuted to the point of like shedding, you know, like the pain was so excruciating that it was unbearable. You know what I mean? And um, that happens in our life. We um, go through things that seem so unbearable that we feel like we cannot make it. But God is saying 
that you can. I have provided a way for you to make it through. You know, take my yoke upon you for my birdie is easy and my yoke is like, you know, the Lord says this and um, that and it goes back to that Proverbs three, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean out on your own understanding. Our understanding cannot comprehend the ways of the Lord and how he perceived things and how we perceive things are totally different. Well, we think we can't bear the Lord knows deep. The Lord knows. You know, he's Alpha Omega. He's omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent. He's there. There's he is time itself. He has no 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 beginning and no end. Like time is in him. He is time. So what we perceive as hurts and pains and 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 things that seem to like overpower our minds and and and, and make us feel like you know, where the doubt comes and the fear comes and the hopelessness comes and the depression comes. The Lord is saying, I, I know you're going to face these things, but I have made a way of escape for you. I have made a way for you to be able to deal with these things and keep your mental state of mind. Keep your physical being intact. You know, I have made a way for you to survive all of these things. And so I'm going to read an um. Psalms 37. Oh, Lord. I mean, like, the Lord is just good. I'm telling you, like, like, he never fails. He, 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 he never cease, ceases to amaze me and how he comes through for us. Like, never. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. And then it says in verse 7, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way. Over the man who carries out evil devices. A lot of people like to take that. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. As a um, Well, the Lord said he's going to give me what I desire. So if I desire this thing right here, I'm going to get it. If I desire to have this man, I can have him. Or if I desire to have this job, I can have it. But it says the first part of that verse is what's most important. But everyone takes that last section of the verse, you know. The verse, he will give you the desires of your heart as the most important thing. But it says delight yourself in the Lord. Delight, take joy, take, take, hap, take joy, take strength, take, take everything and, and, and make the Lord that, that thing. And when you do that, don't you know the desires of your heart change? They change from a selfish way of being to a Lord, to a, a I am in Christ and Christ is in me way of living. I guess that's what I can say. So, um, that doesn't mean that the Lord is going to give you exactly the things that you are desiring, but he's going to change your heart to have his desires. And when those desires become his desires, and then of course he would give you the desires of your heart, you know, and we have to look at it like that. We can't think God is a genie. He's not a genie. You can't rub a magic lamp and get three wishes. That's not how God works. You cannot come to him. Like, um, oh my God. Okay. I have my, one of my pastors at my church, he had the best and, and, and analogy. So you know how 
back in the old days, Batman, he had the little red phone underneath the the dinner dish or whatever. So every time the phone would ring, they would go and get the going to get the <laughs> the phone and answer. And Batman would come to the rescue. And that's how we use God. He's just we 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 keep him to the side till we actually need him. Then we go pick up that the the bat phone or the the Jesus phone or the God phone that we get on there and call see if God can work this miracle for us because you know we don't spend time in the word or we don't spend time praying or we're not constantly focusing our our time and emotions and will and our very being on who he is but I can rub this lamp or I can use this bat phone to get what I need from him but that's not how God works you know God wants us to be sold out to him you know what I mean? Just like he was sold out to us that he came and he died on the cross for us. That's exactly what he is seeking for us in that same manner. Okay. Um, we're going to move on to Galatians 6. Thank you guys for bearing with me. But I do love the shadow word. And it says, and let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Do not grow weary in doing good. That is Galatians 6 verse 9, if I didn't say that before. but <laughs> Do not grow weary in being doing good. Not being good, doing good. Um, sometimes we feel like, you know, me personally, you know, everything I'm talking is from my perspective, you know. That um, we're doing good, <laughs> we're living this life, so you know, sold out for Christ. Um, we're just trying to live our lives as He would want us to live our lives. But so many bad things just seem like things just keep happening. Like your car breaks down, your marriage is failing, your relationships are not where they're supposed to be with your family members. Um, addictions um you lose your job um cancer sicknesses all these things seem to be happening and you're just like lord i'm serving you father god why is this happening to me i live my life for you why is this happening to me god says he said reigns on the just and the unjust and and some may see this as well i'm serving the lord are not supposed to have favoritism the lord will bless us don't get me wrong you know the story of job is a clear representation of who God is and how good he is and even though we may face things we may face trials the Lord will bring us through and we have to keep remembering that that he will bring us through that he will lead us through you know he brought the Israelites through the waters you know what I mean they had to go through the trials in Egypt they had to go through the years of slavery to get to the place where God needed them to be. And even in their stubbornness, their children were the ones that received the blessing because they were too stubborn in their ways to change. So let us not be like them where we, because we're so stubborn and we don't want to change that we can't see the blessings of the Lord in this time. You know what I mean? So we need to guard our minds and guard our hearts and we need to be focused on the word of the Lord. We need to be in prayer. We need to understand that 
God is here for us. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He will not leave us in this pain that we are going through. I guess that's sometimes it's hard for me to find words, but just bear with me. So let me go over here to Psalms. Sorry, y'all. Um, I'm talking. And it says, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. We will trust in the name of the Lord our God. I mean, Elohim is great. Yahweh is on fire. <laughs> I mean, the Lord is here for us. And we cannot keep putting our trust in. I'm not saying you don't trust people, you know. That's not what God is saying. Like, don't trust them. But the, the, don't let them be the thing that you trust in the most that you forget that God is there for you that he is here for you that he will continually be here for you that he is always here for you and he will never leave you nor forsake you and we have to understand that he is here for us he ain't never going nowhere he ain't gonna never stop loving us he ain't gonna never change his mind about how he loves us He's never going to change his mind about what he has planned for us in our lives. He knows what he wants for us. And he wants us to understand that he loves us unconditionally. That he left heaven, came down into the form of the man and laid his life on a cross just for you. You know, that's how great the love of the Lord is for us. And sometimes we can't get past what we see what's happening in the world. That we can't see his purposes in the world because we just see so much pain and corruption and hate and anger and wars and all those things but when the fall happened this everything this this this, this is the life that happened that, that, that this was the cause and effect of what happened after the fall everything you see that's happening in the world is the cause and effect of what happened after the fall but God came and he saw a man and his name was Jesus Christ and he died on a cross for us he was God in the man and he died on a cross for us so that we can live that life that God intended from the very beginning. Um, I have some other verses that I want to read. But the Holy Spirit is telling me to close this with this specific verse. So I'm going to go there. And we all know this verse too. Because even if you... <laughs> uh, um, I follow this young young lady who is awesome. And that's the cult, you know. Uh, my name is Jackie Hill Perry. She always says saints and ain'ts. So even the ain'ts know this verse. You know what I mean? So, because it's just, it's that verse that everyone knows, that everyone uses. It's one of their, um, their, um, let me rub the genie bottle verses. Okay. <laughs> y'all, y'all just bear with me. All right. So we're going to end it with Romans 8, verse 31, and I'll probably just read to the end. It says, What then shall we say to those things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously, get, graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? 
It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress, distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sleep as sheep to be slaughtered. So in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God and Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul is saying that nothing in death I will be in Christ. In trials I will be in Christ. In pain I will be in Christ. And family members dying, Christ is still there, you know. No matter what trial you're facing, no matter what crisis you're facing in your life, no matter what you are going through, Jesus is here. God is here. Holy Spirit is here to guide us along the way. We have our advocate. We have him seated at the right hand of God at the throne. And we can come to him boldly, without fear, without judgment, or without shame. Because he came and he died and he took our shame away. He took the penalty of judgment. He took the penalty of sin from us that we may be able to come and express our love generously to the Father. And to know him unconditionally. And to know that he is there for us and he would never leave us nor forsake us. Because he gave his life for us and he died for us. And if he died for us. Why would he not continue to love us and and to get us through our trials and to help us face all the things that we're going through in our lives? I just want you guys to know that this podcast, I really did for me, but I also hope it helps you because in this time, actually in this last year, you know, 2019, I just had like... There was a cloud of depression over me so heavy that I just didn't care. Like, I gave up on so much. I just let things get out of hands. Um, I just didn't care. You know, um, I let relationships go, um, friendships go, you know. I was just not present. Like, I was here, but I wasn't present. You know, I wasn't intentional. I wasn't forthcoming I wasn't happy I don't even like to use the term happy because to me happy is a fleeting feeling like I can feel happy about one thing then you know but I didn't have joy I didn't have true joy I didn't have that God-given joy that I've had so much in my life you know my optimistic way of living was just I I, I turned into a cynic like and I, and that, that's not my character. That's not who God created me to be. And I was just in a dark cloud, and I just couldn't see the light. You know what I mean? I felt like I was in a storm, and the lightning was flashing around me, and the turbulence was going around me, and I just couldn't seem to see through all the darkness. But God. 
shone a light. And by his grace, I'm coming out. And that's that's what that's what this podcast is for 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 today. Is for us to be able to see that if we trust in the Lord and we lean on our own understanding, but we acknowledge him, truthfully acknowledge him in everything that we're going through, he would direct our path. He would bring joy to our hearts. He would bring peace to our minds. He would take the yoke off of us and he would give us peace and he would give us joy and he would give us unconditional love. And we need to seek him first because we find our true identity when we find our identity in Christ. We cannot identify ourselves with things of the world or how people perceive us. But we have to identify ourselves as how Christ perceives us and what he says about us. And what he says is, I'm good, I am loved, and he's here for me, and and that I matter. And that's those things that he says about me. So, I just thank you guys for joining in today. Um... You guys just have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. God loves you. Holy Spirit loves you, and they are here for you. The Trinity is here for you. And they will never leave us nor forsake us. So you guys be blessed. Have a great day. Have a blessed day. Lean on the Lord and not on your own understanding. Be loved. Be true to who you are in Christ, not to what the world says. And God loves you. Be blessed.